and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. We are at episode 26. Episode 26. Um, and you may notice that my sound quality is maybe a little bit better because I got for Christmas from my beloved a microphone. So I am speaking to you from a legit microphone. Usually when I've recorded the podcast, broadcast before, I've just been recording from the, the mic that's built into my computer, which is, you know, just a few dots in, a, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the machine. But this is a legit microphone that I am talking into right now. And uh, hopefully that improves the quality uh, of your listening. Um, so big thanks to my number one blogcast supporter um, and gift giver of this sound improvement for everybody. So, um, so today I am going to read to you um, um, a, a relatively recent blog. I'm, I'm a little behind in in reading. Um, reading the blogs, uh, but I, I'm doing this one first, even though it's more recent, because I feel like it, and I'm an artist, and I can do what I want. <laughs> I'll catch you up. The other things are, are not timely, and uh, so you'll listen to them as you, as you like. Um, what is there to say about this? Uh, it, it wasn't a big hit on the blog. Um, I think it's because nobody really wants to talk about <laughs> what's going on in the world. Uh, I think maybe I don't know. Um, so apologies if you would rather be listening to something about puppies. Um, maybe I'll do a blog about puppies. I feel like that might maybe that would help. I don't know. Um, this one is not about puppies. It is. Uh, it is called. Oh golly, what did I what did I call this thing? Uh, it, it well, it's about art and fascism. It's uh, art under fascism is good, actually, is what it's called, and it's called that because that is an actual tweet that someone tweeted after the election. Um, that that is a direct tweet quote. A direct Twitter quote, um, and it's about all of the all of the sort of stuff that people said post-election, or and are saying. Um, anyway, so uh, I will read this to you, and here's some art and fascism talk. Ta-da! As soon as it became clear that the worst had happened on November 8th, my friends and fellow artists began saying things like, well, it's horrible, but at least we'll get some great art out of this. And repressive regi regimes make for great art movements. Ethan Hawke, in a recent Hollywood Reporter interview, said, the artistic community thrives when fascists are in charge. While I understand the impulse to look on the bright side, this is not really a bright side. 
nor am I 100% sure that this is true. I think artists make great work in repressive regimes in spite of the repressive conditions, not because of them. It might be comforting to imagine the great art ahead, but meanwhile, every artist I know is practically paralyzed by the current political climate. Everyone I know is barely holding on. Where is this great art going to come from? Listen, I'm marginalized already due to my gender. People of color are marginalized already. People with disabilities are marginalized already. People without economic privilege are marginalized already. If we're not in the mainstream now, how will our voices be heard when all the progress on social issues starts to fall apart? We've been making the greatest art we can on the margins, but in the new landscape, what hope is there? It feels like the most vulnerable artists already straining to break through are now vulnerable on multiple fronts. Sure, there were some great Jewish artists during the Holocaust, but not as many as there had been. And where are the great women artists of the fascist era? Trans artists, artists with disabilities. I mean, sure, let's celebrate the possibility that we might survive and that we might make great work despite the oppressive regime that we are likely about to experience. Sure, yeah, let's get excited about some paintings that a white dude might make in response to the very real life-threatening conditions for women, for Muslims, for LGBTQ people, for people of color and people with disabilities. It is cold comfort to me. My feeling is that mainstream culture wasn't listening to us before, and I have no real hope that we'll be listened to now that we're looking at a fascist future. Before November 8th, the only hope I held for my work as an artist were the progressive policies that encouraged and supported the inclusivity of women. I bet the same is true for other marginalized communities. If we're busy fighting for survival, if all the resources are engaged in fighting for justice, I don't see a lot of hope for making inroads in artistic equality. We have been making great work all along and the mainstream culture gave no shits. Why would it start listening now as alarms are ringing, as people are screaming, as the sprinklers rain down on the burning building? In times of crisis, most things return to a kind of status quo. People rely on the familiar when the chips are down and the familiar is sexist, racist, homophobic, and ableist. Is there a way to shift this? Is there a way to respond to the four alarm fire in politics and simultaneously make space for artists on the margins? I don't know, but I certainly don't expect it. I will keep making art as I have always done, but I don't do it with any hope or expectation of it suddenly being recognized as great at some point due to our repressive conditions. And I will not celebrate the loss of progress for all the vulnerable, marginalized artists already at the edge. That's the blog. Fascism's fun. I know we're not there yet. I, well, who knows? Who knows? Who knows it's going to happen? But uh, it's good to be prepared, <laughs> I suppose. Um, right. So, um, I'm going to give you a song at the end of this blog because you listen to a blog about art and fascism. So you should get a song for that. And, and I thank you for listening. Thank you for, um, yeah, for listening, for being here, for paying attention, for liking uh, things on SoundCloud. Thank you for all those likes. They're so nice. Um, thank you for uh, ratings on iTunes. And... 
all the things for my patrons on Patreon, all the thank yous. And, and thank you for this microphone, my n number one blogcast fan. Um, thank you. All right, song for you. So the song that I'm gonna put here at the end, I can't believe I actually have not put at the end of one of these before. Um, but according to my Excel document that I have, that tells me what songs have been recorded or put at the end of blogcasts and when, where, how, um, this one has not been. Um, and this song, I could be wrong of course, because my document is a faulty um, after the fact document. So uh, let me know if, I, if you have heard this before. Um, anyway, this song is called Earthbound and it is the very first song that I wrote by myself. Ever. I wrote it in college, uh, like right after I got to college, I feel like. Like it was like first semester of college. Um, and I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't think I could write a song, so I was all proud of myself that I did. Um, I'd written a song previously with a friend who sort of um, got me on the on the sort of, um, I guess it got me on the path, and then I realized that I could probably do it myself, um, so I did. Um, so this is called Earthbound. It was, I don't remember why, when, where I recorded it, but I recorded it, I feel like not that, 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 that long ago. Um, so it's a, a sort of newer take on an old song. Um, but it is an old song. It's like an old song. Uh, but here it is. This is Earthbound. Someone told me yesterday my eyes are blue. I could have sworn they were Looking to the clouds for a ring of truth Searching for reflections in your eyes I am uninspired, dead tired, tied to the ground I'd like to fly the sky on wings of light Watch all the rain fall Can you teach me to be free? I am uninspired, dead tired, tied to the Sing me yesterday, come sing me joy, come sing your heart all filled with moon, come play a tune on a field of flowers, take all your light and fill this. 
get tired, tied to the ground.